On Chili Bowl Saturday night, while Logan Seavey and the Swindell Speed Lab team were celebrating their Chili Bowl Nationals win and their first golden driller in 10 years, there were all sorts of media people in the mix down there on the racetrack. Photographers, videographers, all sorts of media people capturing all of those moments. And I'm sure you've seen some of those photos and some of the video from that period of time after he took the checkered flag all the way through the victory lane celebrations. And one of the main videographers in the mix was Swindell Speed Lab's own Dylan Schiebel. And Dylan's name is probably not one you've heard. You know, if you have, maybe you're lucky, but most people probably don't know that name. You're not going to recognize the face necessarily, but you know Dylan's work. He runs the Swindell Speed Lab YouTube channel. He handles a lot of their creative and he does graphics and creative for a lot of other drivers as well. Dylan joins me on this episode of Dirt Tracker Conversations to talk about that incredible night at the Chili Bowl and also all sorts of things around content creation. We talk about cameras, we talk about editing software, we talk about how he approaches a night and capturing content, uh, which will then later be shared across the Speed Lab channels. And Speed Lab has really been kind of at the forefront of a lot of the you know, the video stuff that we've seen capturing behind the scenes content. So if you're interested in dirt racing content creation, if you're interested in content creation at all, uh, this will be a great episode. You're going to get to hear all about all kind of sorts of nuts and bolts things behind content creation. So enjoy this episode with Dylan Schiebel. You are one of those people that I feel like race fans, if they see you, they probably don't necessarily know who you are, but they have seen your work everywhere. Um, and whether that's with Swindell Speed Lab, whether that's with any of the other number of teams that you help out do social media stuff. But I want to have you on the show. Obviously, we're just coming off the Chili Bowl and an incredible week for you know Swindell and Kevin and Jordan and you guys you know that are all involved in that team. Uh, so I definitely want to talk about that. And I, and I want to talk, talk about just kind of content creation in general. But uh, just start me off with those last few laps of the chili bowl feature on saturday night and what wh you know where you were what you were feeling you know just run me through maybe like the last 10 laps and and you know and then kind of what transpired afterwards i think it was uh i think it was about 10 to go and i'm just like i'm standing on the stage doing my thing like in three and four getting all the all the slow-mo stuff down there um i kind of like feel my hand shaking a little bit because i was like i'm like this is gonna happen i'm like staring at like I'm watching Tanner too. I'm like, I just like, I really don't want him to get the nose underneath him. Um, I think it got down to like, they threw the white and I saw the gap that he had. I was like, okay, we're good. And then that yellow came out as soon as he's coming off of like turn four to take the checkered. And I, I seriously about spiked my camera. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was pretty, I got pretty animated and usually I don't get animated, but um, uh, coming around for the checkered, like thankfully, like he got a great restart. Tanner wasn't really, able to get them down the backstretch coming to the checkered and i made sure i got my checkered flag shot and i just i became unglued like i i that was that was a big big sigh of relief and just like shockwave i felt everybody could feel from the infield and i'm i'm sure everybody could feel shockwave from everybody's reaction uh joe's in the tractor everybody on the ramp kevin on the kevin in three and four in the grandstands and i don't know i was just everybody everybody finally got to get that big exhale out like we we did it like it was it was great talk to me through like kind of just through that week in general with you know kind of the launch of victory fuel and and you know really even having an extra car there you know in the past it's been two but this year was basically three you know what did that week play out like was it busier than a normal chili bowl or was it just kind of business as usual 
Um, really it was just, um, it was just us with the victory fuel car. Um, everything down the pit area was his, his own thing. And we were just our own one car. So it was a little, um, through, throughout the week, it was a little more relaxed, but getting prepared for it was really, really, really stressful. Um, they, they, they were so far behind on getting stuff delivered for the car to where they couldn't even get it like start. They couldn't even start building it to like the first week of December or whatever. Um, and just getting all the branding right for the car. And like, I had to go home for Christmas. So I wasn't even home when they wrapped the car and we're still adding stickers to it. We're still getting t-shirts printed. We're still building a website for victory fuel at the moment. Um, but no, everything actually turned out really good. Um, we, we finally got the car built and fired. I think it was Saturday afternoon, um, ready for practice. And we were, we were a little nervous on how that was going to go, but like, just the initial launch of everything as soon as we got to the racetrack was just even better than any of us expected and uh like it was it was it was stressful to get it to get a reveal kind of going but we got everything built we kind of soft launched it and kind of let the results do the talking what are the days been like since then you know did you come home sunday did you guys wait so you could kind of hang out a little bit more like what, what what's happened since then uh we uh we we partied that night in the expo until about four i think it was about 4 a.m when i walked out of the expo i think we were the, like the very last trailer to get hooked up um but no the next day we uh we got out of our airbnb we started driving back to charlotte we actually stopped in little rock um to see joe's family um just kind of clean up a little bit get some stuff unloaded and then we the I think it was the next morning. Yeah, we stayed that night and kind of relaxed a little bit. We we drove all of Monday, got home pretty late. Uh, Monday, I kind of started doing a little bit. I made sure I got the onboards done, um, so I'm a little ahead of it. And I think all the last two days, I've just been staring at this computer screen, just going through all the footage, checking my marks to make sure I'm not missing anything, and. Uh, doing a lot of screen recording too, of like getting like audio from the broadcast, stuff like that. But um, I think everybody, like everybody besides me have just been pretty relaxed, except for today. They're actually at the shop right now. They're shipping orders like crazy. So, so they are, it is a good problem to have, but they are busy, busy, busy in that shop right now, preparing orders. What would you say, like, do you have a specific title or a specific role with Speed Lab? Because I feel like, you know, I obviously know you and your content creation, but, you know, we see you riding the four-wheeler, like pushing the sprint car <laughs> around. And, you know, we, I, I made that uh, tweet thread, like not long ago, where you're like working in the shop and cleaning things up. And, and like, do you have like a specific role there? Or do you, you know, are you just kind of like, I'm content guy, but I'm also going to do whatever else I need to do? It's not really a specific role. Um ever since i ever since i joined them back in i think it was 2016 um i i showed up with camera and said let's do some digital stuff let's um let's just kind of make this brand look clean let's build a nice website get the products looking good make some cool videos take some photos um but i already had kind of a a sprint car background um i grew up in ohio um, my uncle is Nate Dussel, Nate and Mike Dussel. We grew up, or I, I was basically born into it. Mike was racing 360s at Lima. Nate was running 305s at Fremont by the time I think I was like eight. Um, so I've always been in the sprint car thing. Um, but no, I, I've, 
a lot of the time during the week, like in the shop or whatever, maybe sometimes I'll have some downtime and like Hardy needs help. Like Hardy's, it's literally just Hardy and Kevin in that shop. And like, sometimes they just, they need help. And I, I feel like I know enough and Kevin's taught me so much. My dad's taught me so much to where I feel like I can help when they need it. Um, so yeah, I, I will always throw a hand in to help get it. Like if the car can't make it to the racetrack, I cannot do my job. <laughs> so I, I, I definitely will always put a helping hand in for them. When did you kind of start doing content and, you know, video and graphic stuff? Like, you know, how did that all get kicked off? Uh, fun, uh, have you ever played R factor? Of course. Yeah. So it all started from R factor. Um, all the, like the custom skins you can make. And then like guys would make like little, like, uh, what was it? Like the Sim chili bowl hype videos. And so it really all started from that. And then, uh, just, I, uh, my dad bought me a camera for my birthday. It was like some Panasonic like handheld thing. And I was like, cool, I'll take it to the racetrack. I'll sit in the infield at Fremont and see, see what I can make. Um, so it really kind of just filed from there. Um, I, I pretty much started, like I was in love with loud pedal, Tim Truex, Mike Truex. Like I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Like sprint cars, dubstep, like this is sick. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of took off like literally just copying them, like finding like a cool song I like, go to Fremont, like just shoot shoot stuff, like make something at the end of every night. And then it just kind of spiraled for there. Like people liked it. Like people at the racetrack started hiring me to do stuff. I got hired by the racetrack to do stuff. Um, it was kind of the, it was kind of the same thing with Kevin. Like we're sitting there playing R factor one night and he's just like, you know, come help me do stuff. And like, next thing you know, I'm in Belize shooting a wedding and then the rest is history. Yeah. It's interesting that you say the R Factor stuff because literally the first website I ever built was because of the old NASCAR game. And we used to do the same thing. Like we would all make our own paint schemes and it was somewhere to like put my stuff online so we'd be able to share it. So it's interesting, like how we kind of have those similar things that we get into that that take us down these like interesting paths or whatever. But right now, I know you do stuff obviously for Swindell, but we see your graphics show up other places too. What other teams, what other drivers are you helping out right now? Um, right now, I think we're what would it be? One, two, three. I think I'm helping almost nine, nine teams now. The graphics thing really started um, just because when we don't race, like let's say the outlaws go out west, we're not racing. I'm kind of like, like I do our stuff throughout the week, but like sometimes I get a little bit of FOMO because like they're not racing or I'm like, man, I want to be at the racetrack. So I think the graphics thing was uh, kind of my way to still be involved while they were away. Um, but right now, or all last year, I did Sunshine, Sweet, Gravel, Brady. Um, oh, who else was there? Um, right now, I have... You did Buddy, right? I did Buddy, yes. All the Crouch stuff. Brenham as yeah. well. Um, just a just a bunch of, um, bunch of guys kept just hit me up. Like I would just post it. Then next thing you know, I get a DM like, Hey, can you like do this for me? I was like, of course. Yeah. I love doing it. So I'm, I don't know. It's, it's nice to be involved in a different way other than video. Um, it's funny because I think I open Photoshop way more than I do premiere now. <laughs> like, I feel like I spend all my time in Photoshop when I'm technically a video guy. Yeah. Um, no, the graphics thing's really cool. It's like a, it's a, it, very different way to express the art form a little bit. 
do you have a plan? Like, you know, my stuff, I started out as this was going to be a podcast and I, I started the YouTube channel just kind of as a way for there to be like some added, you know, kind of ways for people to find it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's kind of flipped on me where it's like now the YouTube channel is way bigger than the podcast has ever been. And I I'm wondering how much like strategy stuff you guys talk about with the speed lab YouTube channel, you know, are you guys planning things out in, in, in advance? Like what, you know, what are the conversations like in the beginning? Like was Kevin and, you know, were Kevin and Joe always cool with you, you know, capturing all of the things that you capture and creating kind of those like almost vlog style videos for a race night or, you know, do you have to kind of convince them that's the direction? Like, you know, what are those kind of strategy things you guys have talked about? Uh, there's a lot of uh, content strategy going into it uh, in the early days, but it was mostly like um, the short form ads, like 30 seconds, let's promote the website, promote the merch. And we'll do like some cool little recap stuff. But I was, I think I was, I was Jacksonville 2018, uh, 18 or 19 Hunter was racing and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to hit record at the start of the night and just not stop until we're done racing. Um and that was actually that video kind of sucked because we we ended up crashing running second in the heat race. Um but no, that video actually like went over really well. I think it was like 10 times more of the views in one night than any of the videos we put out. I was like, "Oh, wow, this like this vlog stuff works. I didn't think it would." Um, but before that, we were just doing like raw onboards, unedited, but I think people really like the behind the scenes conversation, like, um, talking after the race about like how the car felt, blah, blah, blah. Like people, people really like hearing that. Cause like, you don't hear that stuff in interviews when they do their post-race stuff. Um, so no, I kind of didn't ask, I kind of just did it, uh, and just kind of made sure I, I made sure I was on the same page with everyone of like what not to show and everything like that. But like we've, we built a, we kind of built it without really talking about it. We kind of just, just did it. Are there moments where you capture something and they're like, don't put that in. Uh, yeah, there's always going to be stuff like that. Like I'm always going to be recording at the racetrack and like, it's usually he'll like someone will like look over. It's like, we'll make eye contact and we'll both be like, yeah, that's not like, I don't have to include that, but like, no, it's a, I, I feel like everybody's pretty well on the same page of like how we should represent the, the brand like that. Those moments really never happen. Like I, those are very rare occurrences for, for like someone to be like, eh, I don't show that. But uh, no, I, it's just part of it when you're recording all night, basically. Do you like what you, you guys have had like a number of drivers kind of through the sprint car team? You know, we've seen Bell, we've seen Pittman, we've seen, you know, we've seen based in and all these different guys. Like, do you have to have some sort of conversation with them about, hey, like we're capturing all of this stuff and here's what we're going to do with it? Or did, like when they come drive that 39 card, do they already know that what kind of what they're signing up for? Uh, when, when it was still pretty new, yeah, we would have the conversation like, hey, like I'm here, I'll be recording all night. Like I promised like not to like intrude on your like personal space or whatever um everyone was really cool about it actually like no one was ever no one was ever weird about it i actually one of the uh one of the easiest going guys was was darren i expected him to be like eh, don't like show that but like darren was was great to be around i really liked racing with darren um even even bell was good on camera and i thought like sometimes the nascar thing would 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 make him not want to 
show some things, but no, he was really open to just about everything. And everybody, especially like now, everybody knows what to expect. Like coming into it, like I'll just be around. I, I won't like hinder anything. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, I don't want to be the guy literally shoving a lens in your face or like putting an onboard in your vision in the car. Like I'm never going to be that guy, but always be around recording. And usually like everybody's cool about it. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit more uh, kind of just about Chili Bowl and, and, and kind of, you know, the, the differences and kind of what you need to do to kind of capture content. Um, you know, whether that's with, you know, GoPros and onboard footage, whether that's with whatever handheld camera you have, do you approach Chili Bowl different than other events? Are there other events that provide like different challenges? You know, is it all kind of the same? Like, you know, do you, do you have thoughts one way or the other about, about, you know, kind of capturing content at the different events for the season? Yeah, everywhere varies. Um, you can go to some places where there is not a bad angle in that, in that place at all. And you can just you can go through it with a breeze, but I mean, some places are a little challenging, like, um, the onboards will always be the same, but I think a lot of my B roll pit shots, I think the hardest place to ever shoot at just anything in general is chili bowl. Just the amount of people in the infield, the amount of people in the pit area, the limited space you have to shoot stuff, which is like nothing wrong with the facility. Like you're fitting a tiny racetrack in this, in this building with surrounded by grandstands it's just you you get limited to some places you can shoot um you got a little you get you can get a little bit get a little bit creative with some bigger lenses on the outside of the racetrack but shooting through that fence isn't fun it's dark in there um so like from a photographer videographer standpoint like it, it's really hard to shoot in there um another another hard place is probably eldora um beautiful facility like great to shoot from but like same thing with like there's only so many places you can shoot from in the infield they don't let you stand outside of the racetrack um so that one's a little hard other than that everywhere everywhere is pretty easy i think mm, my favorite place oh what would be my favorite place putnamville i love putnamville so like that Mm -hmm. stand outside of turn number four and qualifying favorite angle of all time doesn't matter what race car it is i love that place when you are in a situation like you were on saturday night at the chili bowl where you know you are a part of the team but also you know you need to capture moments like how difficult is it to like be in the middle of that but also know that you need to have your camera rolling uh yeah um from the from the checkered flag being dropped i just I don't even remember when I hit stop on the record button, like from the checker flag dropped to all the way through victory lane photos, that thing recorded the whole time. Like I, I did my little, my little celebration on the stage. And then next thing you know, I'm looking over like, okay, is he going to do donuts? What's he going to do? And so I hop off the stage. He started like he throttled it up around the rowdies and then he started slowing down. I was like, okay, he's doing exactly what he did the night before. So I, I kind of broke a, a media rule at the at the Chili Bowl. They they're not they they really don't like you running on the racetrack when a car is still kind of rolling. But I I like I knew where he was going, so I was I just did not care. I I ran straight on that racetrack. I was going to be the first person out there. I literally just shoved that camera right through the front of the car, and I was I was going to be there for that no matter what. And like I'm sorry to all the all the Mav TV and Flow guys, but I was throwing elbows down there to get what I needed. I love it. Um, the, the experience of the chili bowl 
is obviously not like anything else, you know, uh, you know, uh, on, you know, in motorsports in general, like not even just in dirt racing, but just, you know, kind of in general, the Chili Bowl is, is, you know, kind of unique. Are there things when you go to the Chili Bowl that you want to capture specifically? And, and obviously, you know, being in a situation where you can win that event and go on the stage with the golden driller, but, you know, there seems to be, you know, you know, a lot of stuff that kind of comes out of that week in terms of content, more and more people are, you know, are, have onboards and things like that. But, you know, are, are there ways you can innovate in that building? You know, were, were there things that you want to do that, you know, did you, were there things that you want to do that maybe you didn't get a chance to do? I'm just curious kind of about the total kind of, you know, content capture of, of that event specifically. Yeah. Every time I go there, I kind of develop a little bit of a shot list. Um, obviously, obviously the driller, um, outside because you don't really get the like you don't really have a lot of opportunities especially if the weather's bad to get like a nice sunny shot of it um something i really tried to do different this year is like just not a standalone like just frame of the driller because like i have so many of those everybody has so many of those i really wanted to mix it up doing like the hyperlapse stuff where it's like a time lapse what you're moving Mm -hmm. um i did that a bunch uh i kind of like shot like the architecture of the building itself um like the sage net center like how they have the um supports on top of the building like how they glare in the sun or whatever uh, i tried to do a bunch of that like throughout the week because I, I had nothing else to do like i was just literally hanging out so i went and shot like tried a couple different things down in the infield um try to get a little bit of different angles uh, my practice day stuff was really fun um because like the light comes through that window so you have like a like a crazy glow around the race car going in the three um other than that like it's just making sure you kind of just check your boxes with your pit shots with a brand new car other than that like it's kind of same song same dance every every year you go in there but you definitely mix up your your b-roll and your beauty stuff um that's about it yeah I'd probably shoot from the rowdy sometimes too because you always get some free content from the rowdies yeah for sure uh i, I want to talk about kind of just content creation in general you know around dirt racing and and you know you and speed lab have kind of been early in a lot of this and and it seems like especially here with the, even in the last couple of months we've seen a lot more people kind of get involved you know you know timez has got his channel going there's some more late model stuff happening do you have kind of overall thoughts or, or feelings about you know where content creation is right now in terms of of the sport of dirt racing as a whole? I I love 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 the direction that dirt track racing is going. It needed to go in this direction years ago. Um, so to see people like opening up and doing it, like maybe not even going to the full extent of like having a camera guy with you, but like guys are making reels from their phones, they're doing the onboard stuff. Like I love seeing it. I love that we have these driver personalities now, like across all spectrum, uh, uh, sprint cars, late model modified, midget, doesn't matter. Like these guys doing it is helping the sport way more than they even realize by doing it. Cause like, you don't really get a chance to realize it until like, let's say I go for a weekend in a t-shirt trailer and I'm like helping Joe or whatever. And you just hear all night, like, oh my God, the YouTube channel, the YouTube channel. I love it. My kids love it. Like Kevin's my favorite character on the YouTube channel. Like uh, it's really cool that people actually notice it and that kind of the, the work pays off. But yes, like we need 
all collect all of us collectively need to just keep pushing content out there uh, to promote the sport that we love. Do you have, I, and I, I feel like you probably get asked about this. Maybe you don't, but like, do, do you have advice you try to give? You know, do you get approached people asking you, how can I do this? What do I need to do? You know, do you have kind of that, like, you know, X, Y, here's the X, Y, Z things you need to do to get started. You know, what does that look like? Um, yeah. Um, just this last week, like, uh, I think it was Jimmy Miller was asking me, um, like what camera should I get? Like, I want to do, I want to do some of the vlog stuff. I was like, yeah, like just get this camera. This is what I've used for years. And I love it. It's a beautiful camera. You can beat the crap out of it. And that's what you need in dirt track races. Something you can beat up. Um, now you get like a nice, like nice camera, nice lens. So you really don't have to go to that extent. Like you can like team as records on a GoPro and that is more than enough. Like they make killer, killer cameras now. And they make nice little vlog kits. So you you can you can really go crazy with just a little camera and even just like shooting on your phone like these are the phone cameras are insane now like uh i'll be we'll be doing something out like on the race car and i like i won't even have my camera set up i was like whatever i'll shoot this on my phone like it's perfect mm -hmm. do you have like you know if, if somebody were to approach you and say hey i want to get started you know, do you have like specific things that, you know, they need to do during the course of a night to capture content? You know, do, you know, are there certain shots that you would suggest they try to get, you know, is there certain places to mount the GoPro? Like, you know, give me the, give me the, like the Dylan Scheibel, like 101 content creator for a night thing. Um, so if I'm going to a racetrack, for example, the first thing I'm going to do is some sort of establishing shot. Where are we? What are we doing? What car is it? Um, who are we racing with? So it'll be like something like unloading the car, or literally just us sitting in the pit area. Um, always, always going to shoot like Kevin Hardy, uh, Lane, whoever's helping us working on the car, um, whoever's driving for us, like setting up like their seat or whatever. Um, other than that, it's just make sure that that onboard is rolling when you're on the racetrack or make sure you're recording when it's on the racetrack for, for whatever you need and whether you make a long form video out of it by the end of the night or you're just making little clips to post to instagram TikTok, twitter doesn't matter um that other other than that just make sure you kind of get like a little a little recap at the end of the night or at the end of your race of them talking to each other maybe if you want to do an interview type thing with the driver or even if you're, if it's, you are the driver talking to the camera and you're making the video yourself, like just those little recap stuff, just everybody really appreciates. Like, um, I got my structure from all of it, from all the F1 teams. They've been doing those behind the scenes, um, videos like Red Bull, Aston Martin, McLaren, all those guys, great stuff. And I kind of just, it kind of stole their structure a little bit of how to do it. Uh, that was kind of be, like going to be the other thing that I was going to ask you is like, what are the inspirations that, you know, who, who are the people you look to? What are the creators you like? You know, what other, you know, YouTube channels or, you know, maybe TikTok accounts or, you know, what are those things that you like to go watch and, and check out for inspiration? Uh, I think my favorite one, I, I don't know how many people are going to, are going to know this. I hope people do. Um, the Subaru launch control series. Mm -hmm. That is by far my favorite series that any motorsport uh team has put out for content like they do an insane job of like it is a legit documentary 
like every month of how their their team is doing and what they're like how they're progressing through the season trying to win a championship they do a great job do you have creators maybe outside of motorsports that you watch like i what I, you know, I supported Tanner Holmes at, at the Chili Bowl this year and, and talking mm -hmm. to him just kind of outside, like he's, he likes Casey Neistat and I love Casey Neistat as well. Like, are there other creators, you know, maybe of a similar vein that you like outside of motorsports? Uh, outside of motorsports, really? You're just, all, you're just all in on racing. No, I, I watch, um, I watch a lot of video game stuff. Like, uh, like the Twitch guys will have their YouTube channels, but that's a, that would probably be the only other YouTube thing I watch. I think um mtv has this show they've had it for years called the challenge mm -hmm. um and it's kind of just uh i don't even know how do you how you explain it it's literally just like the challenge you get you have this competition that you're trying to win throughout the season um blah 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 and that's probably something i based a lot of my work off of as well because the way they kind of like hype up their their events every episode and then just how they structure the background noise, the, the interviews they do on the side, like in between with the people competing. Um, I would say that one, I, I base a lot of my structure around as well. What are like some tools, you know, you know, talking about cameras and different ways to shoot things. What are the tools that you use or, you know, what are some tools that you think people should use afterwards? You know, are, are you just like a big Adobe guy? You're with Premiere, Photoshop, you know, are there, are there free things that you think people can use? Are, you know, what, what are those kind of other software tools that you think are going to be kind of critical to that content creation stuff? Uh, if you're going all in, I would definitely get the, all the Adobe stuff. Um, that's what I've always used. It, they all work together very well, especially now with all the new updates. Um, like I build all the graphics in Photoshop and it transfers over perfectly into After Effects or Premiere, whatever I'm using. Um, there are free softwares. I, I honestly don't know the names of them, but you can, you can look them up, like literally just Google, like Photoshop free premiere free. Like there's a ton of free softwares that are really easy to use. Um, I think like all the, all the TikTok guys use like CapCut or whatever on their phone. Like you can literally just edit videos on your phone so you can do it super easy. Mm -hmm. But, um, I've always stuck to the Adobe stuff. I love it. I know how to work around it. I got my little setup and I just, I, I like it. How did you learn all of this? Is this, I mean, are you self-taught? Are you watching YouTube tutorials? You know, well, do you have people that you've asked questions of, you know, that you lean on, like what, what has the learning process been for you to kind of get to this point? Uh, a lot of it has been self-taught, like through all the R factor stuff, like just staying up all night with my friends doing stuff. Uh, other than that, I think um, my my biggest my biggest help in all this, especially with the um, the camera gear and just simple little tricks, is uh, Truex from Tim Truex from Loud Pedal. Like he's he's probably been my biggest help through all of it. Um, another one that helped me a ton that got got me to see things from a different perspective, not really a cinematic perspective, but more of a broadcast perspective, is uh, Michael Rigsby um turn michael reiner's kane all them from dirt on dirt when i was with them um they taught me a ton and actually taught me way more than i even realized until after i left i was like wow these these guys helped me out a lot and got me a lot further ahead than i realized um no they they really helped me a lot and i i i really like that huge thank you to them because i i'd still be just some unorganized piece of crap really 
what uh what can we expect from this chili bowl video oh man it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long video um i have i have like as of right now recording it i have all the way through the prelim night done through the um through the press conference and it's it's about 35 minutes already i, I think i can cut it down and try and gonna try to keep it under an hour and but it's, it's gonna be cool this one's gonna be a little different we're gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be more of a documentary than a than a vlog because we got some interviews we have the broadcast audio we have the press conference interviews like we have a bunch of content from this week i think oh man my my total i think i was over one and a half terabyte this this week just on one like i had to i had the same day deliver a new hard drive to the house so i could make room for make room for all of it how much video like chili bowl aside how, how much video do you shoot like on a normal sprint car night and i've heard the horror stories of you like not sleeping and, and obviously we know when you guys get done with a sprint car night and it's like not that long after all of a sudden there's a youtube video up but like how much footage are you capturing in, uh, in the course of a, of a normal sprint car night and how much of that like needs to be cut down on a normal sprint car night i could keep it under 300 gigs total between onboards everything um that's really not bad especially when like the night goes like sort of smooth like you just like you run your races you you cut your stuff and you just kind of piece it all together make it look pretty blah 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 and then you post it the next morning that one's not too hard but um when it gets to when it gets to this when i have so many different angles from from so many people that just literally gave me footage i was, can't thank them enough so i'm going through that i really i'm really trying to make sure i mark everything i think looks cool and i really want to include everything in it so i'm i'm meticulous when it when it comes to this video in particular are you also you know obviously we're, we know you're going to do a big long youtube video are you also clipping stuff out then for like TikTok and, and to use across other platforms it's you know if you have like a cool moment or something are you saving that somewhere else to, to have that ready for later always um i'm i've actually been a little behind the eight ball just kind of getting all this organized of posting little clips um but yeah always when i make whenever i make the long form stuff i just go back and clip it i'll make like a, a reel to like whatever song i like um no there's there's gonna be there's gonna be weeks worth of clips just to post from this and it it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot there's gonna be a lot of cool cool little things to post and so i hope everyone's excited to see what it what it looks like because i'm excited to see how it turns out well, I know you need to get back to some editing. I've had you here for about 30 minutes. What are, you know, you know if I, I want you to like inspire people to, to do this, like what, what would you say to people that are maybe on the fence about content creation or, or, you know, maybe they're thinking about it. What, you know, what are the benefits, you know, what, what are the, what are the reasons for why they, they need to kind of get more involved in this going forward? Um, I'm maybe you, like, you just get to do some cool stuff. Like it, you can't really. You can't really explain it like i'm not sitting in an office every day like editing video like i get to go out to the racetrack i get to shoot cool stuff i get to be creative like get to watch race cars do cool stuff and that's always like that's what i've always wanted to do and i'm actually like getting to live that dream so i think uh no really all it takes is just like grab a camera and go shoot like it is, it is super fun like not even just when you win like like 
single car qualifying, for example, like I'll, I'll sit there all day and watch a hundred cars, single car qualify. If I like, I just like the angle. I think I love the race cars. Um, you get to travel to so many cool places like across the country or like wherever, like you just get to have fun at a racetrack and that's all that matters. Uh, give me all the plugs. Where can we find the speed lab content? Where can we follow you? You know, where can we keep up with all things Dylan Scheibel and Swindell speed lab? Uh, you can follow all the Swindell speed lab stuff at Swindell speed lab, pretty much anywhere, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, me, you can just follow me at Dylan Schiebel, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Uh, yeah, that's about it for me. But all the Speed Lab stuff, make sure you go watch that because we got a bunch of stuff coming up. And uh, I, I, I can't thank Kevin and Joe enough for kind of letting me like have the creative freedom to promote their brand. And like literally, I'm, I'm just at the mercy of them almost like i i have the responsibility of representing a brand and they let me they let me do a lot on my own and just have the freedom to do it so i can't thank them enough for trusting me to do that well i appreciate the time today uh hopefully people will will find some value in this and maybe we can inspire a, a, a few more people to to get involved but uh thanks for the time today dude i appreciate it thanks for having me